Hello, hello, and welcome to the second ever episode of the Way UK podcast. My name is Senya, and I'm a part of the Way team. You may have seen some of our videos on Instagram and TikTok, and if you've come over from there, then thank you so much for checking us out. Now, this podcast is a little bit of an experiment. So for the next six weeks over Lent, we're going to be exploring the topic of failure and calling. So we've called this series Failing Forward. Our second guest is Jonathan Beecham, along with my co-host Jesse, and we're going to be discussing failure and gaming. So let's go. Welcome back to The Way Podcast. We've got another one in the building. It's going to be amazing. Let's do some intros. Mm. Yeah. I'm Zenya. I'm Jesse. And we are joined by... Jonathan. Way. you got to give your surname. Jonathan Beecham. Follow me on Instagram if you want. You get me. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Plug. <laughs> no plug has to be done. Mate, he, loves be done. It. he loves it. <laughs> Come on. Like, no, tell us some more. Like, we want to know more about who are you? Sweet. What do you do? You like... All right, whistle stop tour of who I am. Um, born in Bristol, grew up in France, currently a youth worker in a church in west of London. Wow. Been here for about five years. Love drumming, love video games, mm. love a bit of football tennis. Okay. Chill guy, football usually. Tennis. Say. Yeah, football tennis, little combo. You don't hear that very often. No? A little uh, bit of football tennis. Yeah. I love that. Oh, no, football and tennis. Oh, right. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I thought you meant like football, not tennis, not tennis, 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 Football slash tennis. Mate, I'll tell you what, football tennis <laughs> on the secondary school court has, has been done before. Game changer. Wow. Game changer. No, no, for sure, for sure. Wow. That's good. And Jonathan, we're going to start off with the question that we've asked everyone. What is the most embarrassing thing that you've experienced as a teenager? Yeah, I mean, I definitely had a couple. Um, but one that stands out was GCSE time um, before we were actually taking the exam. We had like some study sessions for physics specifically. Ooh. And so we were in the lab with my physics teacher and there was also my best friend there. So it was quite easy to get distracted, right? Mm. Um, and so it was the time it was awful for me, funny for everyone else, but just a terrible time for me. He'd <laughs> ask a question to the class. I was chatting to my friend. He then makes me laugh. And you know, when you just laugh super loud, you know, when, like you have that moment when you just like, maybe your voice goes a little louder than it was normally, but everyone else goes like dead silent because he'd ask a question, no one knew the answer. Mm. So class goes silent. My voice rises. Oh, I'm laughing like a hyena out here. Mm. And and he just <laughs> yeah. looks at me dead straight. And I just remember like the heat. I was just like, I was like a radiator. <laughs> like I went from like a calm, chill dude to like just like sweating. Heat was madness. Even to, to the point where my friend was like, damn bro, like that was that was that was bad that for was you bad. know oh, and, I, and, I, and I, i'll be real i was a bit of a class clown so i was used to kind of like having that sort of attention to be honest but that that was just really, just really bad <laughs> really awkward to the point where it, it stuck with me i was like solid eight years ago but still probably wow. still, are you okay <laughs> i was just getting through it day by day we man have a time of intercession yeah, come on that maybe might <laughs> might need that at the end i can't lie today they just say charge it i can't lie just charge it charge yeah. it. <laughs> honestly it was yeah, like just charge it bro, bro charge these embarrassing stories are like they're embarrassing but they're pretty tame like they're me, pretty tame like mine's like pooing myself in class <laughs> oh yeah there's like, levels to yeah yeah that's, that's um you can't can't relate can't yeah. relate yeah. <laughs> yeah, how old were you? Fifteen. <laughs> no, you're joking. No, no. It was, it was like, it was bad, bruv. I just like <laughs> ate something totally wrong. I ate something totally wrong. No. And I just like felt it brewing. And I was like, <laughs> I've got to go. I've got to go. 
So I told my I told my teacher I've got a music lesson. I've got music <laughs> and as I stood up it began and I was just like I ran home. That's ran crazy. Mama left the premises. <laughs> I had to get out. He was bro. out. <laughs> I had to, yeah. Mm. That was wow. six wow. months ago. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> um, you can't charge that one. Got no charging on that. Thanks, yeah, for, thanks for sharing. Thanks, bro. That's all, that. all good. It's all I good. appreciate that. Little vulnerable moment. It's all good. Yeah, we all yeah, we have like our that. vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on. Have you ever pooed yourself in? <laughs> no, I've not pooed myself. Other than you know when I was a baby. You know, not in recent times. Yeah, yeah no, not in. Yeah, fair. No, yeah just that's me. BC. You know. BC. Yeah. Yeah. Fully. We're going to do some quick fire questions Sweet. just to get to know you a bit keen, better. Keen, keen, yeah, Because yeah, we yeah. don't really, we don't know loads about true. you. So it's my true. first question is, and we've got, we've got to do the same thing. Okay. Back and forth. Right. What is your favourite colour? Colour? Uh, baby pink. Mm. What did you have for breakfast? Mm, I don't have breakfast. What? Ah, uh, uh, what? <laughs> I was going <laughs> to, I don't know why my mind went, you know, I'm not even going to say. That's tough. Um, what's your favourite sport? Uh, football. Do you have siblings? Yeah, older brother. Who do you support? Chelsea. Oh. Best piece of advice you've ever received? Go to the floor. Worst piece of advice you've ever received? Don't go to the floor. <laughs> um, uh, favourite item of clothing? Ooh, socks. Serious? Yeah, seriously. What type of socks? Uh, anything... Anything that just kind of like matches my personality for the day, and truly, like I'll pick my socks first and I'll base my whole fit around it. Wow! Yeah, fully. wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a lot of power you putting in socks. Yeah, man, socks are game changers for real. Mm. If you're not on the wave, go on the wave, man. Socks are socks are different. Well, Jonathan, if you didn't know already, mm. the theme of this podcast is failing forwards. Wow! Which it's quite a beautiful little alliteration. It's poetic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whoever wrote that, I think it was the cameraman. Killing it, mate. Killing that it. But um, yeah, and I guess one of my questions to you is like, what's a moment in your past where you failed, but you've learned from it? Wow. Yeah, that's profound. Um, sheesh. I think a lot around um, like expectancy. Mm. I think for me, if I'm if I'm being honest, I feel like um, there's been a couple of times where maybe i thought life would go a, a certain way mm. or maybe like through conversations with other people i thought certain things would come about um and this idea of like putting all my eggs in one basket um and i think and, and like looking back at it in retrospect it's like okay no it's, it's good to be grounded it's mm. good to be um or well, a to have like logi logistically to have different options but if we're talking like spiritually to to really put our faith in God and make God be our foundation. But I can see how in the past, maybe I put my trust in different people or um, yeah, different the, the potential of, of different avenues when it comes to life. Mm. And so, um, well, unfortunately back then, but I guess fortunately now, because if, it w if I hadn't had failed in that way, then I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. So mm. it's all mm. relative, you know what I'm saying? But mm. um, yeah, back then, um, had I like had um, held the whole thing with the right mind frame, um, probably would have come out a bit better and would have had a lot less heartache in the process mm. but um but yeah i guess like my expectancy and what i thought life would be and honestly just releasing it to god and be like you know what mm. bro you know what one we're gonna we're gonna run with it we're just gonna we're gonna run with it yeah He's, god just charges it man. charge it man that's what i'm saying um, i think we charge it <laughs> i don't think god no god's not it. yeah oh, we did, I, did i misuse that yeah all right. good try though. no god sees your heart no i'm saying you tried 
I'm just I'm just a simple Elin boy. <laughs> Charge it, Elin. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, that's that's brilliant. I, that's a perception I haven't really heard before. Mm. Like actually failing on what you expect. It's like whoa. Yeah. Steep breath. And Jonathan, yeah. What is your ministry that you're passionate about? Oh, I like that. It's a bit niche, um, but personally, I might I mentioned earlier, I'm big into gaming, mm. um, and I think if one had a little little spiritual swing on it growing up gaming was actually something that caused a lot of tension in my house because I was at textbook gaming and not doing the homework and not doing like my coursework and I did GCSE and then IB and I got decent results you know what I'm saying I was like smart enough to like not I was putting a lot of work so I could just like coast it Mm. um but I definitely didn't excel um but yeah relationship with my parents I mean there's there's big love there um but definitely gaming was it was a point of contention, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so now being able to use gaming to to reach people around the world, um, to spread the gospel, to build um, faith-filled communities, um, and hey, the future's looking bright for that too. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a new, innovative way to do ministry. Mm. Um, I think it's also weird to a lot of maybe older leaders or older generations. So to get them on board mm. is, is, um, is an interesting one too. But um, hey, man, if, if God's got a... If God's got a plan, I'm sure it will come to fruition. So mm. that's what I do there. A bit, a bit of gaming on the side, you know. I was gonna ask because you were mm. talking about um, like the you were saying that the of the older generation might mm. not understand like, and I think it's really cool um, with the way that social media is going now, and there's yeah. different types of ministry. And I just wanted to ask like, just to talk more about like what God is actually doing through gaming and through you. Like, how is He actually using you in that field for ministry? Yeah, that's crazy. Great question. I think. Um, nothing nothing that's not been done before in the sense of at the end of the day I see gaming as just a tool mm. so the ba- the basics are there the, the foundations are there where it's like it's a group of people you're building community but the point of interest is different for example mm. let's say you're at church you're doing youth group and then after church in the morning you know group of people go and play some football that's like that's kind of normal, right? You know, mm. a bit of football, Sunday league, you know, football football yeah. vibes after church. No one would have a problem with that in terms of like a youth ministry or doing stuff. Now I just changed the setting, changed the type of people um, and it's gaming. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, watch out. So yeah, I think... Yeah. Noise again, more time. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and so it's one of them I ones do. where it's like, yeah, I'm not reinventing the real by any means. It's just, I'm just using what I'm passionate about and I'm just using what I connect with mm-hmm. And hopefully find other people who are like-minded who also connect with it. And when it comes to like the online space and gaming, I think um, it can also, it has one of the benefits of reaching a lot of the people that are on the fringes as well. Maybe it's the like the popular kids or the or the healthy ones or whatever. Do people who are into football, football's got quite like um, a global, global like reach, global sphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but ironically, I've been, I looked at some stats actually, but uh, Bit a bit of data for you guys. Um, currently, there's like let's say 3.5 billion people who watch football. It's not even play, but like mm. watch it. Think you know World Cup, Premier League, all that type of stuff. Mm. But in 2024, it's projected there'll be 3.4 billion gamers. Wow! What? So in about depends when when you're listening. There's been about a year or two. It's looking like there'll be basically the same amount of football watchers and gamers. And the average gamer's age is 35. Mm. Wow. You'd think it'd be younger, like, yeah. A, like, a, like yeah, thirty-five is the average. It's the average gamer's age. So it's like um, this isn't even just for like youth ministry necessarily. This is as as a worldwide thing. Yeah, I believe that as a church, you know, or as a Christian community, we want to reach everyone, right? And so, um, you know, let's go out there and and, mm. and reach those spaces that 
maybe normally the church isn't usually involved in. So that's my whole thing. Mm. More about the games, bro. Mm. Mm. What's like the process of bringing, you know, modern new trends into church and not yeah. like staying comfortable in what we know? Right. Yeah. Because like I can just picture the, the title of the video. It's like bring new newness into an old church. Yeah. You know what I mean, I think when it comes to innovation or like pioneering, as some people call it, or like trail trailblazing and things like that, um, it helps if you are in a if you are in a community, um, or if you have leaders who back you. And so I'm very blessed to be in the context that I'm in, at where I've got my leaders say they support me. And it was an idea that I had in during the COVID times and like 2020 mm-hmm. lockdown, and we had to find new ways to reach our young people. And I had a PC at the time, and I was like, yeah, man, let's. Let's charge it. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> but actually, um, it's been able to still be fruitful outside of of the lockdown season, mm. the lockdown period, and COVID, and that. So it shows me that oh, actually, this is something that's like genuine or something that actually works. Um, mm. And then, yeah, I mean, there's no surprise when it comes to like technology and stuff. It's it's a bit expensive, so resources is also needed, um, mm. and that's not always easy for anyone in, in their different contexts. So yeah, bit of resources, but also a lot of the higher ups who are able to release such funds to be like, you know what, I see the vision, I see mm. the potential. Um, and then you just need someone or, or a group of people who are really passionate about it. Mm. Because I can't lie, like, there's nothing worse trying to um, pioneer and do something new if you just don't have the ambition to do it. Right, right. And even within, like, the gaming sphere, there's some games I don't even like playing. And so when I'm trying to, like, interact with young people, but I'm playing, like, no offense to, to Minecraft, I'll just say that. Like, no offense to Minecraft. No. I just, I don't mess with it. No. I don't mess with it personally. Get out! Uh, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, it's just not. It's not my. It's not my cup of tea. Terrible. No, hang on, hang on. I'm happy for you to sit there and say it's not my cup. It's of tea. It's not my cup of tea. No, no, no. no, no. I said it's terrible. Don't you say it's terrible. No, no, no. no. I'm saying don't it's. Don't you say I'm, it's terrible. I'm saying it's. It's, 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 it's terrible it's really that I don't enjoy it. It's okay. All love to the people who play Minecraft. You know what I mean? It's it's good, and a lot of my young people do. But um, for me, it's like it's ends. it's just a struggle to connect with them over that for example so being able to do like play the games i enjoy do the stuff that i like just makes it then my job 10 times easier to yeah build relationship with young people and then Mm. yeah Mm. do that whole process of getting them closer to god and and all that stuff and all that stuff and all that stuff man it's brilliant great stuff shout out to minecraft come on Um, yeah shout out come on big up my boys at minecraft man but sponsors oh yeah come on let's do it um but i feel like there must be like it must be kind of hard then if you don't like play certain games to the young people that you're reaching out to there might be like not a bit of a distance but like a okay now i need to break into this kind of space um and there might be some kind of tensions because maybe you don't feel comfortable playing certain games like i know like for me like my mom was always on like okay watch what you're playing Mm. after a certain time or if this is rated a certain are you a gamer Listen, we double, Come on. We double, we double, double on the Xbox. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I said Xbox. Right. I should have said Xbox. No, you're, no, 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 you're good. No, no, no I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, ha- I'm just happy okay. you got, you know, you got fellow. Because yeah. I know some people don't like PS4, that's so I just nah, That's cool, man. Yeah. We accept everyone. Come here. as you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What games? Um, where do we go? Like, we could do a little FIFA. Mm. We can do a little, I love a little Minecraft, you know. There are certain games that I won't say, but like. Like what? What won't you say? Call of Duty Black Ops. Black Ops. One, two, so or three. Or four. I actually like two. Two? That's actually my really? Two, yeah, man. I was a three, boy. Really? really? I was, I was two. Sure. 
Has no, actually, to, no. Shout out to yeah. shout out to number one. Shout out to number, shout one. number one, but man. Tom like, Hulk. the reason why I say that. <laughs> shout, to out. Number one. shout out the first world of war. World Ooh. of war. Wow, that's OG. That's that's that's, OG. that's, that's, that's showing your age, Mister Camera. <laughs> Mister <laughs> Cameraman. <laughs> Cameraman gave us some some but stuff. But even still, like those games are quite violent. Mm. So, like, my question to you would be like, should Christians like should Ooh. we be engaging in? I mean, it's a bit of a Juicy. it's a hot one. No, but this is good. Should Christians engage in? games like can we play call of yeah Duty? should we so if you go if, if you go on google and you google christianity and gaming or anything around those lines of like christianity and gaming the top four links are usually um forums and posts around the idea of can christians play video games is video games evil like can what type of games can a christian play that type of stuff so obviously there's a big taboo around this topic around this yeah. idea of mm -hmm. gaming this is where I'm at. I've, I've had some great conversations with different youth workers here in the UK, but also like overseas in the States as well. And you already know that they're a bit more ahead of us, maybe, let's say in terms of like Europe when it comes to doing ministry and gaming. Um, and for example, with my youth group, we make sure that we play Fortnite is as violent as we get, which is a rated 12. And that's because we want everyone to feel included. So from our year sevens, year six, year seven, mm. to our like 11, 12, or up until the year, um, year 13s, anyone can get involved. Now in the States though, well, a couple of my boys and, and my people there who actually are engaged in Call of Duty, Valorant, which are Peggy like 16, Peggy 18. And so I'm having that conversation with them. So I'm like, how, how, how are you doing this? Like mm -hmm. theologically, but then also like parents, how are you making sure you don't have right. parents on your back? Because that's, that's another thing. Yeah, um, to answer your question, can we play these violent games as Christians? I think, I think it's okay. I think about any other media, films that you watch, any action film, you know what I'm saying? Even mm -hmm. like, Puss in Boots that was recently released. That boy got a sword and that like, he's doing some backflips. <laughs> like, mm. that's fighting. You know, that's violent. True. Mm. PG, maybe. Rated 12. Mm. The wolf in that, in that film is a, is a bad man. But like, I don't know. There's, there's levels oh, to it. Right. Like even James Bond. Like James Bond. Like Sky, you know, Ray. Yeah. All these different genres. Like, if we're, watching, if we're watching films where there's a bit of action and a bit of shooty, shooty, swordy, swordy, blood, blah. Or like music, which is whatever. Like, surely a little bit of gaming. But mainly I focus on the community aspect to it. So although maybe these games, and there are some games, don't get me wrong, that I might not venture in yet because I haven't quite sorted it out, like sussed out, okay, how yeah. could I do this from a Christian standpoint just because they are like, just quite explicit. But um, I'm sure there's a way. And, that, and the thing about it, bringing it back to scripture, like Jesus was in these areas. You know, Jesus made sure that he was like, he went after the one and he wasn't just chilling in church, but he was out there in the world. So yeah. I think that's that's our job too, man, to be out there in the world, in those spaces that seem that's a bit good. dark, but actually, hey man, Jesus, you need, you need to bring the light. That's we so we need to be the Jesus in those spaces. So that's my, yeah. that's my conviction and, and that's what we do. So yes, I do think we can play Call of Duty as a Christian. That's so good. That's sick, man. Yeah. I think the thing that scares me slightly with it is like a desensitization. Sure. Like, mm. I know when I was 12, I wasn't allowed to play Halo. It's true. Same. Because yeah, Halo. Halo's And good. all my friends were playing it and I wasn't allowed. And my brother, he's 12. And he's now... A, he's allowed. Well, no, he's not just allowed. Oh. Now the 12-year-olds are on Call of Duty. That's what I'm saying. Mm. It's like, over time, it's... It's funny that, it's parents, huh? They've, they're like... Mum? Dad? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Come on now. But <laughs> it's like, it's slowly shifting yeah. where... It's just getting younger and younger. It's like true. I watch, even like it, we're talking about explicit stuff such as like violence, but even yeah. like I don't know, like nudity. Mm. I'm seeing that in a twelve. Yeah. That means Instagram's wild, man. TikTok, sheesh. 
Yeah, TikTok. Yeah. Watch out. Like, Go watch out. Is there, a, and I guess I can now throw this back to you, mm. is there a problem with desensitization within young people? Um, that's a great question, bro. Let me think about it this way. I think um, as Christians, we're called to, to know our truth in the Bible, to know what Jesus stood for, to know what we stand for and how we can love God the most, um, honor him, but also love our neighbor. That's like the great commission, right? And to make disciples of all nations. So I think, um, but then likewise, let's say we're praying. We want to we wanna pray that we're um, built up and fortified and steadfast in our faith and that we're able to replicate the ways of Jesus. But also we can't be numb to culture right. and we can't be numb to actually what is happening. So even though maybe globally or as a society, things are getting more and more desensitized, which they probably are if you look mm-hmm. at the data, um, we should, again, be in those spaces. I think, this is my personal take, we should be in those spaces and still... Um, yeah, act as Jesus would. So the, finding that balance, and this is actually really tough mm. to like, to not like partake in such like explicit content, which is going to like, you know, not bring honor to, to God. Mm. And so an easy way for me to do that is I think of like, okay, if Jesus was in the room right now next to me doing this or writing this or singing this or playing this, how would I feel? What would Jesus do, man? Come on, keep on it. That's that old school. Come on, you know about that? Yeah, he won't, he won't come on, the little, like, yeah. bring that back. It was like bring that back. It's it been too long. Well. The we rubber ones. Yeah, nah, yeah. I was, I was, I was all about the um, what's the material like the the, well, the ones with the string cloth. and yeah, stuff. just a yeah. cloth one. You're a cloth boy, cloth boy. Learning so much about you, cloth boy, my cloth boy. <laughs> no, I'm saying easy, easy on and off. But um, but yeah, honestly, like, what would Jesus do? And do I feel comfortable saying this, acting this, playing this? If um, yeah, Jesus is. Jesus was, was about and if you're not a Christian then maybe if, if your uncle is there too you know what I'm saying like a family member someone like that, right. like that. Mm. Make, make it easier but um, yeah as long as I feel like I'm honouring God in this scenario or this situation um, and often we can put like rules and legalism and systems and I don't feel like Jesus yeah. was about that he kind of broke a couple of rules respectfully like he did it well mm-hmm. um, but that can be tough to, to manoeuvre too but actually if it means if I need to play an 18 rated game but that allows me to reach that young person I think yeah I mm. bet I'll do it and I think like, I think as a as a young leader, it's kind of hard because like you, we know the Bible tells us that we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Uh-huh. So it's like, I want to stay true to what I believe. But at yeah. the same time, like we're here to crusade, like we're here to crusade the gospel and like actually go into those spaces. And like, sometimes what I think about is, you know, um, in the Bible, there'll be times where Jesus is going from city to city and he's healing mm-hmm. people along the way. Like he's traveling through, like he never, he never stays mm. in one place, but on his way through he's like oh no i need to come into this space because somebody needs somebody needs a healing somebody needs somebody needs to have an encounter with god and i think like for us that's what we should be doing like not necessarily dwelling in the places that we're not supposed to be in but passing through and like meeting people that are in that space and i don't Mm. think there's anything wrong with going in but i think like should you stay in i don't think so i think you have to come out mm. but when you're going in like we're supposed to be bringing people out yeah. do you know mm. what i mean and to bring it back to innovation real quick maybe like a full full circle of the whole gaming thing um mm-hmm. when i when we think of like the apostle paul he's like a great figure you know wrote most of the Come bible on. and stuff he was innovative in his preaching styles i think and don't quote me on this do your own due diligence i might not i might have gotten this a little wrong so don't, don't, hey don't come at me if it's completely off but i do believe that in um paul's like early early ministry he was actually using like the gods and the prophets that 
the people in the village knew already. So he wasn't necessarily proclaiming Jesus, but he was using like what the people already knew, their culture as an example to, to reach them and to eventually talk about Jesus. Mm. So again, that was like innovative, that was pioneering. He knew his context, he knew his culture, mm. so that he knew the type of language needed to best speak yes. to the people there. Mm. So just backing up the, the innovation of pioneering, hey, you wanna mm. start a knitting, knitting club? Wanna start a knitting club, but you know, talk about Jesus and stuff? By all means, bro, mm. those ways. And I think the thing is the... Big up the nits. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think being exposed to things isn't actually a new thing. Yeah. Like you think of Corinth in the Bible. Ooh. Right. Like, there's literally like right. prostitutes in church. Mm. In church. Truth. And I think when you think of Jesus, like, like you said, like he goes into all these different spaces, but he left. But also what happened is when he went into those spaces, his character didn't shift. Yeah, he was said exactly. He knew who he was. That's and so I good. think like if for us as young leaders, like we can step into these spaces. Mm -hmm. But if we get a whiff of us being influenced inward rather than outward, we gotta get out. Right. Uh, that's 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 and so bar. like sure there's there's wow. like there's ways of of cutting it off before there's even a chance. Mm. Wow. And there's wisdom to that. Mm. But you wouldn't reach that person. Exactly. If you didn't step in. But also know your boundaries. Like honestly, yeah. like, do you yes. know what you're capable of? Because yeah, like you said, there's some people and I know there's some things where I'm like, okay, like I need to be wise about this. If mm. I haven't spent time in my secret place, if I haven't got my church community, my mentors, the people around me that enrich me day in, day out, mm. it's like the armor of God, right? You put on the armor before you go into battle. That's right. So the idea is, is like, you're not there. You're not in the fight already. You're like, hang on a minute. Let me put on my breastplate of right, like, Mm. Bro, you should have done that beforehand. Mm. Um, and so it's like, okay, before you go into those spaces and going into the gaming world, it's, it can be very toxic. It can be very anti-Christ, not of God. Mm. And so before I venture, before I do my stream, before I do my content online, before I engage with people online, I want to make sure that I'm good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But if I feel like actually, ooh, I'm slipping, I'm losing myself, there's nothing wrong about, you know, retreating. Of course, retreat and, and do our thing. Recalibrate. So. That's what I'm saying. Jesus so. retreated. Mm -hmm. most definitely and I think it's so good what you said like to have people whether it's other leaders or like mentors or friends to help you yeah, gra ground you like even when Paul went to these different cities when he went to Corinth when he went to Galatia he went with people he didn't yeah. go by himself sure. like mm -hmm. he would have Silas or he had Timothy or there was always like all the early church apostles they never went somewhere by themselves mm -hmm. like they always went with somebody else and like mm -hmm. I think that's so important to have that community to have your own community while you go out into other communities. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, yeah, that's so good. That's gold right there. I love that. That's gold, yeah. man. Come on now. Glory to God. Mm. Well, guys, thanks for joining us on that. That was that was a whirlwind. That was special, bruv. Hey, you're welcome. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got something from it, you know? Yeah, man. I did. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, me too, man. But, it's um, good. It's good vibes. Yeah, guys, thanks for watching. Um, there'll be some more special guests coming up, so do make sure you subscribe. Stay tuned. It's exciting. And um, yeah, we'll see you soon. See ya. Bye.